0: It's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that is will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. Today, we're going to talk to you about the power of personal responsibility. And I actually say, let's unleash the power of personal responsibility. So, Jenny, let's just dive right into what do you think? What can personal responsibility do for people? Well, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at
1: personal responsibility, one of which is there are situations that we kind of have to own in terms of, of personal responsibility. And I think another aspect of personal responsibility is doing great things with what we have, okay? So I think there's a couple different directions. And one is, again, I always love to lay a foundation for our topic. And I think when I was getting ready uh, in the last few days, I was thinking about personal responsibility. And I think that when we look at it as a whole, we have to look at our attitudes about our lives, you know, our our futures, where we've been, the the situations we've been in. We need to look at our behaviors, the, the things that we do inherently, um, and obviously our choices. Because personal responsibility, foundationally, is a choice. Mm, what's a choice? What's not a choice are the things that happen to us sometimes, the circumstances around
0: us, the choices of others. But really, foundationally, can't always control what other people do to us and the external circumstances. You know, none of us asked for the pandemic. You know, none of us ask for any of the awful things that happen in the world. But what we can do, and the only thing, really. That we can do is take responsibility for our reactions and and decide are are we going to take a positive are we going to have a positive response are we going to do something good from this negative thing that happened or are we going to lean into the negativity and continue it and um, extrapolate it out and magnify it H- hello i mean that's not good When something bad happens in the world, if we lean into it and we decide we're going to add, you know, more negativity to it, all we've done is exacerbated the problem. So I'm glad you went there. I hadn't even thought of it that way. I was thinking in terms of, gosh, you know, we've all known people, you know, you taught school for 25 years. So I can imagine, especially with middle school and high schoolers, you know, you had to have had the experience with, you know, the kid that, um, didn't get their homework done, but it's not their fault. The dog chewed up the paper. Their mom accidentally threw out that paper. Their little brother spilled Kool-Aid on that paper. Like it's not, there's not a single thing that they've ever done. There's no assignment they've missed. There's, you know, nothing that got broken, whatever it is that they were actually responsible for. Somebody else is always responsible. Most of us, I think, grow out of that as we grow up and, you know, and and we start adulting as they call it now, you know, we take responsibility. We know that we have to pay our rent. You know, we have to pay our bills. We have to show up at work. You know, we get that, but you know what, Jenny, I know, you know, this, there are some people who go their whole lives and never, ever take responsibility for anything. Everything bad that happens was their bosses. They get fired. It's their boss's fault. You know, they uh, some something uh, you know the car breaks down is that darn mechanics fault you know there's a robbery in the neighborhood it's those darn police officers fault Everything's somebody else's fault instead of maybe saying things like "Ooh, I was warned five times about being late I should have taken that seriously I should have set the alarm a half hour earlier I should have actually turned it around and gotten there on time I got my own self fired you know Or um, I should have changed the oil on the car. I shouldn't have gone, you know, 25,000 miles without changing the oil on the car. It's actually not the mechanics fault that that my engine block cracked. You know what I'm saying? So, but how in the world do you, do you get people to see that their lives will be so much better if they will just begin to take responsibility? Well, and I think one of the things is, is, is I, I call it dangers, I
1: wrote a few things down. What are the dangers of not taking personal responsibility? I think when we get caught in that trap of not taking responsibility, that's exactly what we're in, a trap. A trap of excuses, a trap of you know maneuvering situations. There's really freedom in taking personal responsibility. I mean, I can remember a situation with a student that I had and we had very strict rules about taking a final exam. And if they were to, to cheat on the final exam, there would be, they would receive a zero on a final exam, which was a huge part of their grade. And I remember a student in particular that that lied to the instructor about doing it. And it was a student I knew very well. And I remember sitting down with her. And when I asked her the question, she burst into tears and she admitted that she had done it. And, and what I worked her through was how hard was it to sit there and not take personal responsibility versus this moment with me when you're admitting that you did that. You know, and it ended, I gave her a hug. I said, you know, we'll work out the numbers and all of that. There was still, you know, she was still accountable to that. But she realized in that moment, there was such freedom in going, yes, I did. Amidst her tears. And I went on to explain to her, it's harder to hold back the responsibility that you have with lying. And you know that you're, you know, you're manipulating this person. You're trying to manipulate the situation. There's no freedom. When you own the fact that you didn't study, that is freedom. And so that, that of course, doesn't apply to an adult necessarily anymore. You know, we're not in school. We may be. But think about the, the trap that's set. You know, we're, we're trying to maneuver and jimmy all this kind of stuff instead of taking responsibility. And I think she really learned that. And I, I think that personal responsibility allows us to, when we take personal responsibility, we learn from our mistakes. Yes. We learn from them. And we get out of, of the blame game. The, the danger of not taking responsibility is that blame game. And I think we adopt that kind of spirit of blaming and it goes into other areas of yeah. our lives and that can be very dangerous. And so I think there's power in personal responsibility. Um, we own it. We learn from them. Uh, it helps us grow. Yeah. You know, we grow when we take personal responsibility. And like I said, I think there's a trap in not, not being personal responsib- being personally responsible versus being free and going, you know what? That was me. You know, there's different projects I've worked on, you know, in my employment through the years, and and something might not work great. But when I really looked in the mirror and said, "Jenny, what didn't you do? You know, could you have done this differently?" So I began to to ask myself reflective questions, Mm -hmm. you know, and and ask ourselves those questions. You know, are we taking responsibility for why a project wasn't successful or why I haven't progressed on something? Mm -hmm. When we don't take personal responsibility, I don't think we progress.
0: That's really good. I mean, I just want to stop there for a second because, you know, I called this unleash the power of personal responsibility. And I think you're right. It's freeing when you take responsibility. It it just breaks the chains when you are willing to look and own whatever might be your part maybe it's not i mean for example a a victim of child abuse you know something happened to somebody when they're too little and too vulnerable to prevent it okay you're not responsible for that a lot of times adults will say well you provoked me or you teased me or you you did something wrong you deserve that beating or whatever okay this is not what we're talking about what we're talking about is as adults owning our responsibility for our thoughts negativity, for our attitudes, for the words that come out of our mouths, for our actions. And and when you talked about, you know, projects at work or whatever, and you look at it and say, okay, you know, how could I have done better? That's what we do in business. And to the degree that people can start doing that, they open up opportunities for themselves at work, maybe in their own business. I know for me as a business owner, from the time I was 27, um, you know, when you're a business owner, it's all on you. It doesn't matter how many employees you have. If something goes wrong, I always say, you know, it, you know what floats to the top. It's, it's on me if something goes wrong, even if I had nothing to do with it because I hired that person and because it's my company. And so what you do in business is you take a look at what's going on. Let's say you have some kind of a project and, and you, you look at it honestly, openly, not looking to place blame. What good is that? But to look and see what works and what doesn't, I mean, hello, in life, what we have to do is figure out what works and do more of that and what doesn't work and stop doing that. And that's really, I mean, it's, it sounds so simplistic, but, but that's really what success in life comes down to. Whether you're talking about work or you're talking about a personal relationship, like for example, if, if I were to, you know, um, nag my husband, Oh, I want to tear out those bushes and I want to put in a rose garden. And, and he really, you know, doesn't want it. He's a great guy and he would probably just go immediately doing it. It's just an example. But, you know, if he doesn't want to do it and I'm saying it and I'm saying it and I'm saying it and I'm saying it and I'm asking and now I'm getting mad because I want my rose garden. I have to take responsibility and say, okay, wait a minute. I want a rose garden. I still don't have a rose garden. Is it his fault because he didn't jump to it when I asked for it? Can I own the responsibility for nagging and see nagging's mm, nagging's not doing it? Nagging is not working. So if I really want the rose garden, I have to sit there and go, OK, wait a minute. I need a whole new strategy. Maybe I can ask him and be sweet. Maybe I can hire somebody to do it. Maybe I can get out there with the shovel and do it. There, you know, looking at it from and you know what? Maybe I don't need it. Maybe there's a reason that he hasn't put it there. Maybe there's not adequate irrigation, you know, so so to really step back, quit placing blame, get rid of the anger that I, you know, I want something and and he doesn't agree. And now it's a big fight. That's not successful living. That's not a successful relationship. I, I haven't succeeded in getting what I wanted. So, you know, maybe you can help us. I know you have always such great questions and insightful strategies for helping people to take responsibility. What's one thing that people can do right now to begin to take personal responsibility in their life? Hey, you. Yes, you. I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, Then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G. Click on Books and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. Well, one is obviously it is a choice, you know, and I had a, it's a choice to
1: take responsibility. And, and before, before I share the rest of my strategies today, you know, I was thinking about a time that the water leaked from a reverse osmosis system in my house one time, and the water was flowing into the kitchen and into the carpet in another room that was associated to it. I think that's what a, not taking personal responsibility is like that. It's a flow that goes into other areas and it's very dangerous. So as that water flows into the kitchen and then into the family room, that's what a lack of personal responsibility does when we don't do what we're capable of doing. So personal responsibility can bleed into other areas, like you said, professional, relationally, into our children. How do we teach our children to be personal and responsible for their backpacks when they're five? You know, It starts early. So I think we need to recognize it's a choice. Like we said earlier, we can't control other people Like you mentioned the Rose Garden, what a great example. We can't control your husband's response, but you can control the motion of the plan taking place by having a different approach and taking personal responsibility. I think wisdom is gained when we take responsibility. Mm -hmm. If we go back to the situation with that young student, she had to learn that I need to just own the fact. Like I said, what could you have done differently? And she sat there for a minute and in her little wisdom at 15, she said, I could have asked the teacher for another opportunity to take the test, maybe later in the day, maybe, you know, and whether he or she would let them do that is another matter. But there's wisdom gained. You know, when we take responsibility, we gain wisdom in our lives. I think uh, responsibility, I wrote down breeds a state of progress and contentment. Mm -hmm. When we feel content, and we feel assured of what we're doing, we can move forward in our lives. And that goes back to the beginning, you know, personal responsibility isn't just about owning certain things. It's about doing what we've been called to do. We're personally responsible for the the abilities that we've been given, the talents, and we're called to use those things. And so that's personal responsibility. And if we let go of what we can't control and we own what we can, we avoid pain. We avoid more pain. And I think it really helps us gain control of our lives because we can feel very out of control sometimes because of the circumstances in our lives or the, the things that are spinning out, so to speak, in our lives. So right. when we take personal responsibility, we gain a certain sense of you know, control, not that we can control everything. And when I say control, I mean that in a positive way, that we are able to just be assured of our circumstances, assured of, of what our plan is when we take responsibility. So it, it's very freeing to own our own mistakes. So when I look back at those projects that maybe didn't go as well as I hoped, it isn't the fault of anybody else if I was the leader. You know, John Maxwell is a great leadership expert and written all the books and he said leadership is influence. And I think we, we begin to, to influence other people when we self-lead. And a great self-leader becomes a very good leader of other people when they can lead themselves. And that is absolutely foundational is to lead ourselves well. And we do that by being personally responsible.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so good, Jenny. I, that That connection between personal responsibility and success i mean that's really what i just heard you say
1: mm-hmm.
0: i i don't think that i would ever have succeeded in in business and I, and I, st- I quit my job and i started my company when i was 27 years old and i didn't know anything about running a business doing the books you know any of the i didn't know what i didn't know man if i would have known i might have gone to bed and pulled the covers up over my head <laughs> but because i was already someone who took responsibility for my life I mean, I, I emancipated at 16. I took responsibility to, to you know go to the courthouse and and request you know that a judge grant me emancipation. I became a licensed insurance broker when I was seventeen, because I took responsibility and asked to sit for the test, even though I wasn't 18 years old, which was the legal limit at that time. It, you know, all of the it, the things that I learned in In insurance that's where I started when I was 15 I took responsibility for those things so so can you imagine if I started my company and I was all by myself I was literally on the floor uh, because I had sold all my furniture so I could you know start my business so imagine if I didn't take responsibility for doing the books you know for making the sales calls for doing the customer service I wouldn't have stayed in business for very long but because I took responsibility for my actions and my attitudes, and I made, and I'm not saying I was perfect, but I, when I caught myself doing something, saying something that wasn't right, wasn't appropriate, um, you know, having a bad attitude, I made a correction. The problem, you, you talked about personal responsibility leading to progress. When we fail to take personal responsibility, for those folks who don't even understand that they're not taking responsibility, when something goes wrong, they don't look at it objectively, make a correction and move forward. Mm-hmm. They look at the situation and say, oh, that was terribly unfair. They sh- never should have treated me like that. That never should have happened. Now they have a chip on their shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of making a correction and moving forward, there's the chip. Now, the next thing that happens and guess what in life stuff happens, you know, it just does. Unfair stuff happens, you know, or you're in business, you, you know, you lose an account, the, the client decides they're going to go with somebody else or whatever, and you've worked your tail off and you've done everything you know how to do. If you don't sit down and look at that and say, man, what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? And, and I always said that when somebody decided to go with a competitor of mine, I would say, I wish you the very best. I didn't blame them. I didn't get angry. I was disappointed. See, that's part of it. I think... It's important to have a whole range of emotions. Some people have happy and angry or just okay. (laughs) Not even all the way You know, the needle doesn't go all the way to happy, but you know, they're okay or they're angry. And so, you know, it's okay to be disappointed. But in that disappointment, I would say to my client who was leaving. What could I have done differently? What could I have? How could I have improved? How could I have been better? And when we're willing to do that with a smile, and I'm telling you, you know, people have a weasel meter, they know if you're, if you're legitimately, honestly wanting to improve, or if you've got a chip on your shoulder, or maybe it's happened enough times that now you have a brick, you know, a giant boulder on your shoulder, and you're angry, and you want to know, you know, why are you leaving me, you know, okay, well, they're gonna, no matter, you know, how much sugar you put on it, if you've got that bad attitude, People are going to see right through that. But if you just sincerely say, I can never get better if 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 nobody'll, you know, tell me what I could have done to, you know, to stay working with you, to continue to protect you. And, you know, I was in insurance. It was about protecting and defending people. And so when you approach it with that place of personal responsibility, like I'm not angry with you that you left, you must have had a doggone good reason for leaving because I am really good at what I do. And I probably care more than you know anybody else is going to care. I'm a former foster kid. I was protecting child welfare organizations. So if somebody left, there was a really good reason for it. And I wanted to understand because I wanted to improve. Mm-hmm. That's progress. So people who do that are continually improving, continually looking at the quality of their lives, of their relationships, of their work, of their business, whatever it is. And uh, so I love that you said that. I love that you said it's about doing. And and so um, another thing I just wanted to add. Oh my gosh, we're we're so over. When you said do, I thought of our life purpose. Each of us, I believe, has a responsibility. At, to to fulfill the purpose for our lives, and and it's and it's our it can't be anybody else's responsibility, right? Right. I right. mean, if I fulfill if I fail to fulfill the purpose for my life. I mean, I can imagine, you know, I'm a person of faith. So I can imagine standing on judgment day and God says, I sent you there to do this and such. But but you didn't do that. Why didn't you do that? I don't think I'm going to get to say to God, you know, that husband you gave me. Well, he didn't want it and he didn't like it and that did you know, and or you gave me this responsibility and I was doing that. You know, sorry, that took up all my time. I don't think any of that's going to fly. Okay. I think there's a thing that we're each supposed to do. We're perfectly made to do it. There's nobody else who's going to really do our assignment or do it the way we would. And so if we don't step up and take responsibility for our lives, be the best person we could be, do what we were created to do, um, it's we, we miss out. And everybody who would have benefited from the good that we can each individually do in our lives misses out and that's tragic because the sense of fulfillment satisfaction the peace the joy all that comes with with doing what we're supposed to do in our lives what we were born to do and perfectly matched to do oh man if we don't do that it's it's just tragic and sadly there are a lot of people who live their whole lives and they never find it and they never do it yeah
1: and what i love in closing Rhonda, is your story is a story of victory. I mean, by taking personal responsibility, it changed the trajectory of your life because sure. you really took responsibility for what you'd been given, for what you were passionate about, for what you had been through. If anybody's read your books, they know those things. And I recommend all of your books, but I, I do, when I do some of my posts and things like that, I say things like the world is waiting. The world is waiting for what you have. So I encourage everybody today to take responsibility for their lives, for the things that, that you can control You have a
0: choice, the world is waiting for you and what you have to give it. Ooh, that's so good, Jenny. And I just wanna add, I think that we are happy to the degree, to the exact degree, that we feel that we're in control of our lives. Mm -hmm. And if we blame others, even those who deserve blame for unfair stuff that's been done to us, but if we continue to stay in that reactionary place, we're not in control and we're not taking responsibility, therefore, we won't be truly happy and peace filled and joy filled. So I hope that everybody who sees this will begin right now, decide right now that you're going to take responsibility for your, your thoughts, take control of what's going on in your head. You can. Actually, there's nobody else who can do it for you. Quit giving people control of your thoughts you can control your attitude. You can watch every word that comes out of your mouth, control your words, and then ultimately control your actions. And when you start doing that, you're on the path to success, to peace, to joy, happiness. Your life will literally change when you do this. So thanks for joining us today. I hope that you subscribe and I hope that you share this because together we can help more people. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.